The following program is sponsored by Evangelical Life Ministries. Welcome to Engaging Truth, the manifestation of God's Word in the lives of people around us. Join us each week as we explore the impact of His message of spiritual renewal, from the lesson of forgiveness forged in the crucible of divorce, to the message of salvation learned by an executioner from a condemned killer, to the gift of freedom found in the rescue of victims of human trafficking. This is God's Truth in Action. And welcome to Engaging Truth. I'm your host, Pastor John Kane. You know, the faith, conscience, and rights of individual Christians are increasingly under attack. Our guests today have firsthand experience with these kind of attacks. Jack Phillips owns Masterpiece Cake Shop in Lakewood, Colorado. With him today is attorney Jake Warner, legal counsel with the Alliance Defending Freedom. Welcome to the program. Well, starting with you, Jack, would you please recap for our listeners the events that uh, we've heard about on the news? Yeah, well, first of all, at Masterpiece Cake Shop, we serve everybody who comes into the shop. It just uh, we can't create every cake with every message that people want us to express. And back in 2012, two gentlemen came into my cake shop and asked me to create a, such a cake. It was a cake that celebrated a same-sex wedding. And so when I politely told them that I would serve them in any other way, I would make other custom cakes for them, uh, sell them anything out of my showcases, um, they stormed out of my shop, swearing at me, flipping me off, and uh, took me to court. And so we ended up all the way the United States Supreme Court. So I think the question that many people have is, uh, in hindsight, do you wish you just made the cake? Or take us through your reasoning and your faith and, and explain why you uh, told them what you did. Well, before my wife and I opened our cake shop back in 1993, we laid out ground rules of which which cakes we would create and which cakes we could not create. And it would always be because of the message that different cakes would express. Uh, we knew that we wouldn't create cakes that celebrated Halloween or cakes that would be anti-American or racist or cakes that would insult people. And it wouldn't matter if that person was identified as LGBT. But we knew that there were cakes that we couldn't create because of the expressive messages of it. And so the question was, would I... Do I wish I would have just made that cake? No, that's a cake that I, I couldn't make then, and it's a cake that I can't make today because it expresses a view of marriage that goes against my uh, uh, belief in the biblical view of marriage. So in the aftermath, how have these legal challenges affected you and your family and your business? Um, they affected us quite dramatically right off. The uh, Colorado Civil Rights Commission and the Administrative Law Court uh, rule that I had to start creating these wedding cakes that went against my faith if I were to continue to do wedding cakes at all. And so the decision was easy. We're not going to create wedding cakes anymore. But it was a decision that came with, you know, great difficulties because the wedding cake business was a large part of our income at that time. So partly in response and partly to tell your story, uh, you've written a book. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about your book. Well, the book is called The Cost of My Faith, How a Decision in My Cake Shop Took Me to the Supreme Court. And it details the, the events of that day. starts off with that afternoon with the two men coming in. Um, subsequent 
harassing phone calls, death threats, uh, loss of business. But then it goes into uh, my growing up you know, background, uh, my love of art, and uh, needing a job after I graduated high school <clears throat> and getting a job in a bakery and coming to learn to love baking and then uh, finding the baking and, <clears throat> and my art background together and deciding to open up Masterpiece Cake Shop and, you know, where that idea came from and, and that kind of story. Uh, the name of the shop, Masterpiece Cake Shop, Masterpiece says art, Cake Shop says cakes. So you knew you'd be coming in to get a, hopefully a, an artistic expression made out of cake and the cake would be my canvas. Sounds good. What, so where can our listeners go if they'd uh, like to pick up a copy of your book? I can go to uh, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Christian Book Distributors. Um, they can um, order them directly through me at the cake shop. Um, my email's um, readily available, masterpiececakeshop at msn.com, and uh, we can connect that way. But it's, it's available wherever good books are sold. That's great. Let's uh, go over to uh, to Jake. Jake, um, why are these cases with uh, Masterpiece Bakery so important for not only other businesses, but important for every Christian to pay attention to? There's one question at the center of each of Jack's cases. And, and to be honest, uh, it's one question that many courts are wrestling with around the country right now, and that's this. Does the government have the power to force creative professionals to express messages that goes against their deepest beliefs? And the First Amendment says that the government does not have that power. And that's what these cases involving creative professionals uh, concern. Um, we believe that the principle that protects Jack in this case and all of his cases is the same principle that protects every American, including those who reach a different conclusion from Jack on some of life's biggest issues. And that's why we think that courts need to recognize that government has no business nor power to force anyone to express a message that violates their conscience. So are these cases all settled now? They're certainly not settled. And uh, there's plenty of cases ongoing. ADF has represented clients all around the country. Certainly we represented Jack multiple times now, but we've also represented uh, filmmakers in Minnesota, a painter and calligrapher in Arizona and photographers all along the East Coast. And what we've seen is that many courts have recognized that the government doesn't have the power to force these people to communicate messages that go against their deepest beliefs. For example, the Eighth Circuit has recognized that the state doesn't have the power to force two filmmakers to create um, wedding films celebrating same-sex weddings if that violates their conscience. Similarly, the Arizona Supreme Court has recognized that it can't, that the state can't force a painter and calligrapher to create wedding art celebrating a view of marriage that goes against their beliefs. So what we're hoping to see is that trend continues around the country and that the U.S. Supreme Court will ultimately weigh in and ensure that every American has the right to create art consistently with their faith without fear of government punishment. So uh, the screen behind you says Alliance Defending Freedom. Tell us a little bit about the Alliance Defending Freedom. What kind of take, uh, cases do you take? Well, ADF is the largest Christian legal organization dedicated to protecting God-given rights. We advocate for religious freedom, free speech, the sanctity of life, marriage and family, and uh, parental rights. And uh, we represent people just like Jack all around the country. Uh, we represent um, 
artists, we represent uh, calligraphers, painters, filmmakers, photographers, floral artists, all kinds of folks. Uh, and we ha- are wanting courts to recognize that the government doesn't have the power to force these people to communicate ideas that goes against their faith. Certainly we do a wide variety of other work too, dealing with pro-life issues and different things like that, that I just mentioned. So there's an ADFlegal.org and there's also an ADFchurchalliance.org. Uh, tell us a little bit about the difference between those two. Well, uh, a couple of years ago, the ADF launched its church alliance. And the idea was to provide a community of churches in which ADF would provide uh, certain kinds of representation for. We would review their documents and ensure other kinds of uh, ways uh, to make sure that the church is um, operating in a way that um, is consistent with their faith, but also protected as much as possible from the laws in the various jurisdictions that we're in. We found that a, a lot of churches started having questions as they've seen, as they've seen uh, cases such as Jack's and um, others that we represent go through the court systems. Churches started to wonder, well, how do these laws affect what we do, our hiring decisions, how we uh, accomplish our mission? And what we did here, at ADF, was we said, hey. Uh, we will provide um, a service for you to uh, help, uh, you know, review documents to make sure that you are complying with, with these laws, but also staying true to your beliefs and giving you some security in that way. So how many attorneys are a part of this uh, organization, ADF? We have over 75 attorneys here at ADF now. And, of course, we work alongside a network of over 3,000 allied attorneys around the world. But the needs wow. for our services are, are growing by the day. Just last year, we had over 5,000 requests for legal help. And, and that's a lot for um, our relatively small team of attorneys here. Um, and more and more people are wondering, well, you know, how is my religion or how is my free exercise of religion affected by, by various laws? And we want to help as many people as we can. So how can our listeners get more information about you and perhaps support your work? Yeah, to learn more about ADF's work and also to learn more about the stories of people just like Jack, you can go to our website. It's www.adflegal.org, and there you'll find a lot of information um, about this subject. So can you talk a little bit about why it's important to have a constitutional court and not an activist court? Well, it's important uh, that the American people have confidence that their courts will interpret the law as written. That's the whole purpose uh, of our judicial branch, and they try to do that the best that they can. Um, what we're hopeful for is that in cases just like Jackson around the country, that um, the courts will recognize that the government doesn't have the power to force people to express messages that goes against their faith. And what we found is is that um, – that these cases have a real cost if things don't go freedom's way. You know, I think about Baronelle Stutzman. Um, she's the Washington floor. She served uh, a gentleman for nearly a decade before he asked for custom floral art celebrating uh, a same-sex wedding. And uh, Baronelle politely declined that request. Um, but she's faced litigation for eight years um, because of that uh, decision. And uh, unfortunately, uh, just in the past few weeks, the U.S. Supreme Court declined to hear Baronelle's case, and she stands to lose nearly everything, her business, her retirement, uh, all that, 
um, based on on that outcome. So so these cases have a real cost. And what we're hopeful for is that courts will recognize this cost and affirm the freedom of every American to live consistently with their beliefs. So thinking about a case like that, is it possible to uh, get the Supreme Court to revisit something like that or to encourage them to broaden their rulings so that um, uh, there aren't these minor differences between cases, that there would be an understanding that the, uh, the Bill of Rights will be supported? We're confident that the U.S. Supreme Court will address this issue very soon. Um, cases are popping up all over the country with creative professionals wondering, does the government have the power to force me to express a message that goes against my deepest beliefs? In fact, um, we had a ruling just this past week from the Tenth Circuit forcing a, a web designer in Colorado to, uh, if she enters the wedding industry, to create wedding websites celebrating a view of marriage that contradicts her biblical beliefs. We're going to ask the Supreme Court to weigh in on her case and, and any other case that reaches that level. And, and we're confident that at the end of the day, the U.S. Supreme Court is going to recognize that people like Jack have the right to live and work consistent with their faith without fear of government punishment. Very good. It, it seems strange to us, perhaps, that uh, people that have assumed that uh, things would always be defended according to the Bill of Rights, that now it seems like some people are pushing a different agenda. Well, certainly there are always going to be opponents of freedom, but here at ADF, we, we want to advocate for freedom well. We want to defend the rights of people just like Jack Phillips. And like I said, we're very confident that the Supreme Court will ultimately weigh in in favor of freedom in these cases. We'll come back to uh, Jack Phillips and Jake Warner in just a moment. But first, I'd like to uh, point our listeners to our radio program's website, elmhouston.org. At elmhouston.org, you may learn more about us. Find our Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube pages. And there you may also donate to support our interviews with Christians who share their faith in Jesus, often in very creative ways. We're a nonprofit organization, and our on-the-air hosts are all volunteers so your donations go far in purchasing broadcast airtime you may write us at elm p.o box 568 cypress texas 77410 going back to uh, jack phillips jack how can our listeners pray for you well we were just in court back in march and the judge ruled against us in june even though the uh um, attorney who was suing us told us, told me face to face in mediation and then under oath in the court that if I were to win the case or if we were to uh, uh, have the case dismissed on any technicality, that that person would come right around and call me the next day with another cake and we'd start all over again. And even though this, it's in the court findings that this attorney has asked for uh, a cake with Satan smoking marijuana and his. Send me emails going back as far as 2012. The judge did rule against us, and uh, so we just pray that uh, the next court, as we file the appeal to the Colorado Court of Appeals, that they will um, see the truth in this case and and reverse the decision that this judge made. And John, let me jump in here just to provide some context for this most recent case. You might remember that back on the same day that the U.S. Supreme Court decided to hear Jack's first case, a local Denver attorney. Uh, contacted Jack and requested a custom peak and blue cake to celebrate a gender transition. Of course, Jack serves everyone. He just can't express every message. 
through his custom case. So he politely declined that request. But three weeks after the Supreme Court issued a ruling in Jack's favor, the state of Colorado came after him again based on this uh, decision that he made. Um, and the state prosecuted him, but ultimately abandoned that prosecution when new evidence of the state's hostility surfaced against Jack. But this attorney wanted to continue uh, this crusade against Jack and filed uh, a lawsuit in district court. And that's the one that Jack was just talking about. This attorney had been um, tracking Jack for years, calling him a bigot and a hypocrite back in 2012 in a couple of emails. And then um, a couple of months after this request, asked to, you know, he asked Jack for a custom cake depicting Satan smoking marijuana. Um, so uh, like Jack said, the court just ruled uh, against us and levy defined against Jack of $500, but we're appealing that decision and we're hopeful for the best on appeal. So it sounds like we need to pray for uh, uh, a change of heart for those who are attacking Jack and uh, Christians uh, who are engaged in uh, creative pursuits. Um, Apostle Paul talk, talked about uh, uh, praying for uh, our enemies, those who are opposed to them, so that their their hearts may be uh, opened to uh, to God's love and the truth. Um, as you look towards the future, what kind of um, world would you would you like to be making cakes in? <laughs> Is there uh, an aspect of of your um, work that uh, continues to give you great joy? You know, I, I enjoy every aspect of my job. I enjoy the interaction with the uh, customers, probably foremost, um, the designing of the cakes. Um, I say my uh, cakes to become a canvas where I get to uh, use my art to help people celebrate. And so I'm just hoping that uh, the courts will uh, understand that uh, creative professionals like myself um, have the right to uh, live and work according to our conscience without fear of uh, punishment and these prolonged uh battles just to defend that that's uh what tell us a little bit about your cakes what's the biggest one you've ever done um i've done a couple of very large ones i did one that was shaped like a warehouse for a grocery warehouse opening um it was about uh all in all six feet by 12 feet wide it was a full warehouse with little trucks in front of it and all or a big building that i was part of a team that we created that was six foot tall and, and 12 foot long and three feet wide. Um, but some of the unique, some of the smaller ones are more fun than that, like basket of flowers for a uh, um, woman came in and she wanted a cake for her mom's 100th birthday and she loved red flowers. So we did a, a cake like that. Um, it was a basket of flowers for her. And that's, that's rewarding in and of itself. We, even though it's not large, it's a small event. Just a few people there, but um, it's a personal aspect of it. And getting to take part in that message and that um, celebration is why I got into this in the first place. Yeah. Jay, could you talk to us a little bit about uh, are, are your uh, cohorts, are they uh, distributed around the country or do you have one home base? ADF has offices around the United States. Uh, one in Arizona and D.C. and Virginia and Georgia and other places. Um, but we also have offices all around the world. Um, ADF uh, advocates for religious freedom, uh, the sanctity of life, free speech, uh, marriage and family all around the world. Um, so we want to make sure that uh, uh, that freedom is preserved for the next generation. 
I'd like our listeners to understand that um, this kind of case could have an effect on churches. It could have a, an effect on um, other uh, individual contractors. Uh, the the possibility of the breadth of this kind of case is something that would uh, uh, possibly affect just about every aspect of the lives of, of every Christian. So if we uh, broaden this case out perhaps to its uh, uh, potential, it, it is something that I, I want all of our listeners to, uh, to realize that uh, uh, this case is bigger and Jack's cases are bigger than what they may first appear. Yeah, I think that's a good point, John. What we're seeing is uh, a growing trend around the country. Government officials and activists are weaponizing our um, legal system to try to punish people that they disagree with. And right now it's Jack Phillips and Baronel Stutzman and other creative professionals around the country. But tomorrow that could expand to others, including perhaps uh, churches and other religious ministries in different ways. So uh, this threat to freedom is a concern, and that's why it highlights the importance of the U.S. Supreme Court stepping in and uh, cutting off these attacks now. Yeah, I, I don't want our listeners to think that it can't happen because it's happened in these ways, perhaps as near as Canada and uh, Germany and other other nations. So uh, hold your freedom dear and defend it and stand up for what you believe in. Yeah, that's exactly right. Freedom is worth protecting, and that's what we're committed to doing here at ADF. Yeah. Jack, uh, if there's one message that you would like to give to our listeners, what would that be? I think it's just reiterating what you just said. The um, As we were deciding whether to go to the U.S. Supreme Court and file that petition uh, back in 2016, um, I was talking with the attorneys, and I'm thinking, you know, the the worst that could happen is we file the petition and they deny our case. There, and it was made clear to me at that point that the worst that could happen was that they would grant my case and then I would lose. And I understood at that point that it was not just me and my cake and my cake shop and my case. It was the rights of every American, how important that would be. And so, like you just said, for people to understand how important not just my case is, but how important my case is for every American. To be able to live and work according to their conscience. That's right. That's right. So thank you for uh, for standing up and uh, defending your freedom, but also uh, defending the freedom of uh, other religious individuals throughout our country. Um, it's been uh, made clear to me that uh, if cases like yours were to lose, then maybe the next step would be taking the ability to uh, conduct weddings away from churches. So uh, that that kind of thing is uh, the uh, is what's facing, I'm afraid, all of us if uh, if we don't stand up now and stand with the two of you. It's important to take these threats seriously, um, but we're confident that freedom is ultimately going to win out in the end. Yes. Well, good. Well, God's blessings on your work for both of you, whether it is uh, a cake or a, or a case. <laughs> we, we thank you, both of you, for spending time with us and for um, uh, pointing our listeners to uh, the battle lines that, uh, that have been drawn. Real quickly, Jack, would you tell us once again where we can find a copy of your book? 
I can find a copy of The Cost of My Faith, uh, a decision in my cake shop, took me to the Supreme Court at Amazon. You can find it at Barnes & Noble. You can find it at Christian Book Distributors, or you can contact me directly at Masterpiece Cake Shop at msn.com. Very good. God's blessings. Join us again real soon for another edition of Engaging Truth. Thank you for listening to this broadcast of Engaging Truth. Be sure to join us each week at this time. To help support our ministry, contact Evangelical Life Ministries, Post Office Box 568, Cypress, Texas, 77410, or visit our website at elmhouston.org, or find us on Facebook at Evangelical Life Ministries. Thank you.